0: This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Now
1: on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, HD WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, presented by the Law Offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is a special edition of The Labor Show with J. Doc, Krause, and John Dougherty.
2: And a Saturday Night Live here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. A little bit of a fragmented start uh, to The Labor Show, the John Doherty Hour with Krause uh, and J. Doc. We'll get John into the conversation uh, in just a moment. We follow. Uh, the undefeated Penn State Nittany Lions. You heard all of the action today right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. J-Doc, you're steering the ship today, my friend. I'm making my way uh, down towards Atlantic City, getting ready for uh, Eagles post postgame uh, prep for tomorrow's big game as Doug Peterson returns uh, to the link um but i'll be with you for most of the show but let me turn before i bring john in let me throw it over to you brother Uh,
3: thanks joe definitely uh miss you in the studio here but a big day of course in the delaware valley doug peterson's back in town lots going on lots of excitement i'm assuming right now doug's listening uh to the labor show we want to obviously thank him for everything he's done uh of course um you know that can only go so far we're ecstatic about the eagles and let's go birds and having said that we're going to start off the show um we got a little public service announcement uh that that uh, i promised that i would make uh you know anybody who's gotten a tax assessment with the city of philadelphia and it's been over assessed and there are so many out there um anybody who's going to file an appeal with the city's board of Uh, revision of taxes to appeal their 2023 property tax assessment evaluation the deadline is monday october 3rd and that is this monday so if you're appealing you can do it online go to www.phila.gov forward slash brt and quick on property assessment appeals uh, for the forms I want to shout out Linda Tucci and everybody at the Board of Revision of Taxes for the City of Philadelphia for making my experience a painless one and walking me through the appeals process I don't know Linda personally or anybody there but I got to tell you right now they make the experience uh, you know, a pleasant one if you can believe that. So, if you haven't appealed, appealed by Monday, uh, it's a big deal. Uh, having you know
2: said, what, Jay, you know what, Jay Doc, I would say this: if they make it easy for you, they're doing uh-huh. a really good job. Uh, I'll tell it?
3: you. You know what the funny thing about it was, Joe? Um, I, I I had to appeal like four or five years ago, and I remember it was a pleasant experience. And I couldn't believe it because usually you go in, in one of those situations and it's a nightmare. And then and then after I got done on the phone and they walked me through it, I said this was unbelievable. Reminded me the last time I asked the woman what her name was. She said Linda Tucci. I said you're the same person that made the experience. Uh, you know, literally pleasant the last time. And so uh, anybody has you know has to do that again. Uh, obviously www.filler.gov forward slash BRT and, and get it done by Monday, Joe. And, and so, um, but having said that also, uh, you know, you know, the, 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 uh, next order of business, and we're going to bring John in, uh, Pennsylvania and our entire legal community is mourning the loss of PA Supreme Court, Chief Justice Max Bear, who passed away early this morning. Uh, of course, our thoughts and our prayers go out to, to, to Chief Justice's family, uh, that leads the way for for Deborah A. Todd to become the new Chief Justice. She's the first woman to lead the the state Supreme Court, so that's a big deal. But of course, our thoughts and prayers go out uh, to uh, the, the the family of, of uh, PA Supreme Court Justice Max Baird. Uh, John Doc, uh, want to bring you into the program. I know that. Um, I, you know, and I'm going to assume that that you know your brother Kevin was close to the Chief Justice, and if you would, you want to want to jump in there.
1: Yeah, Justice Bear was just a great guy. He was a uh, a friend of the family, a friend of Kevin's, a mentor of Kevin's. You know, it's funny. I mean, he was someone who heard all sides of every argument. And, and it's funny, you know, coming from Pittsburgh or the Pittsburgh area, when he was running, and at the time it was neck and neck, he was actually, it was either him or Seamus McCaffrey were going to get the Democratic nod. And when he got the nod, I think he wanted to go out of his way, okay, to make sure the people in Philadelphia, you know, felt that it wasn't an East versus West, you know, primary. And uh, I remember not once, not twice, but three different times in that campaign, he sat down, And for hours, talk to people, primarily people in the labor community, because we had a little bit to do with it. But I also had him down on Second Street. He just listened to the normal quality of life issues. So, you know, I always look at that and, you know, his family are good people. He has a son who lives in South Philly. Uh, He's a lawyer in town. They're just really good people. I know that uh, even though he will be sorely missed, I know his imprint, Okay, on that uh, court, will be there for years. I know his imprint on people like Kevin will be there for years. You know, he kind of, like I said, took him under his wing and, you know, and helped him out early in his career. So I mean, it's 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 a sad day, but again, you're 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 always known, okay, with what you leave behind, and anyone who was in his path will tell you that he always went out of his way to you know to, to fill you with anything that uh that he could offer he was just a good guy and you know we have way many the best these days and uh let's let's uh, try to move on a little bit and uh we got a pretty active schedule tonight do we have a senator williams tonight or is he going to be able to make it or not
3: he, he couldn't make it uh, obviously the delayed uh, the delayed start time because of uh, you know obviously due to penn state football Uh, I'm I'm, I'm sure we're going to have him on uh, likely next week. Uh, But, you know, we're still going to talk about the Amazon situation that uh, that that we were going to talk about uh, with uh, with the senator. Uh, And, and, uh, of course, we we do have Nicole Cook, uh, who's a trustee and organizer at AFSCME District Council 47, local local 397 to talk about the striking workers at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. So uh, we, we, we clearly, you know, we have a lot to talk about. No question about it.
1: And I just you know again before before Joe you know jumps off, you know I got a call from Scott Myers, and he just wants to let you know the streak is now twenty three and four. He was five oh and one last weekend, he and was? he is eleven and three- he is eleven and three in the the last fourteen picks he gave us, and he said that was even telling our friend in the studio that the go cheer for the Jets just don't bet on them you know it's interesting yeah, it's, I, I, he, <laughs> He, <laughs> I, I was. I know he picked
3: Indianapolis uh, last week, and and I, I forget who they were. Who were they playing? Um uh, I are mean, playing Kansas, Kansas City. Dotson. Kansas City, yeah.
2: Big Andy yeah. Reid, Jay. Dotson.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I looked at a The first thing I thought of was was our boy. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, he was right. Unbelievable. So. Uh, you know definitely you know uh, people are gonna be calling in to see uh, every week people are gonna be disappointed if he's not on that he's not on tonight uh because he he is on on a massive roll man
1: he's by the phone if we need him, but i wanted i didn't want i know we were on a short night uh he not only is he good uh, good from the selection process but he's good humor he's uh he's a guy that's always got great spirits but he's on a tremendous i mean it's like Something ridiculous, rolling that's the third one yeah. I mean he's just he's just picking winners, you know so but you know I know we have a you know the art museum to talk about, and I know that there's you know Senator Williams is very concerned you know you know even though he's not on, I just want to get a plug for Senator Williams, you know, I've been on both sides in the fence with him, you know, actually you know on well, my my one trip, you know running for office, he was right by my side, you know and then when he ran for mayor, I was on the other side, but I have to tell you. At no time, okay, has that man ever let politics get in the way of personal relationships. You know, he, you know, when he had a minor health issue, I, you know, I always stayed in contact with him, and he goes, "It way out of his way to always stay up to date on silly." And if you start to look around, he is one of the senior people. You know, I mean, we hear Congressman Evans, and but it was, you know, it was Senator Williams, and at the time, uh, state. Well, in fact, they were both state reps. You know, when they started to, you know, wrestle with the unions a little bit with the teachers union and the education and start to interject, uh, you know, charter schools and things like that in the conversation, then you slowly move through his career. Okay, he is not only one of the senior people in Philadelphia, but he's one of the people that when you really go back and look at the last 50 years, you are going to realize that he is one of the most effective elected officials we've ever had. He brings up topics that aren't always comfortable, you know, not only to his neighborhood, but to the Democratic Party. Uh, He's not afraid to talk outside the box. And he always has respect for unions. And I always joke with him. I said, I don't have a problem with him speaking outside the box. But he has to remember, we built the box. You know, so you always got to be a little sensitive with that, you know. But uh, you know, so we'll get him back on. I know in the next few weeks we're gonna have Sister Mary Scullion. You know, like I always tell you, she's an angel. She's like uh, beyond an angel, saint, and she is just a uh, a person who has made a difference in so many lives. And when you turn on TV or you you know it's or you read a newspaper or or go on social media, it's impossible. Not to, you know, in this week, you know, the terrible tragedy and keep the people in Florida in your prayers. But uh, Absolutely. You, you always have, and of course, you you always have a shooting. What happened outside Roxburgh was ridiculous, you know, uh, but you know, when you ha- at least you have people like Senator Williams and, you know, in his world and more importantly, Sister Mary Scullion in her world that are always there, either in Harrisburg or, you know, I. I don't know. Every time you turn around, Sister Mary Scully helping somebody else. But people need people like her. I can't wait to have her on because, especially in this environment we're in, and it's so it's so ironic for us because the construction industry is doing so well. The city is building at record clips. Every place you turn around, there's a crane. Unions are you know gaining more market share, not losing market share, and and you know you have. The setback you know you have the crime and and the death and the record-setting deaths, and it's just you know you just wish we can get a grip on it and you know i'm hoping that you know senator williams can do something legislatively that works i'm hoping that sister mary scully can keep everybody in our prayers you know because i know she's close to god and uh, and then we just at the show continue to put issues out in front you know and it's it's a highly you listen to show it's a highly rated show and the reason is, you know, as you continue to go through it, you know, we talk about topics that are real, and we talk about them, you know, in the time that they are real, not ten, you know, minutes later. So, thank you for what you guys do, and thanks for the great guests, and thanks for Frank Keel for helping us, you know, line people up that actually make a difference.
3: Absolutely,
1: yeah, really,
2: yeah, really good stuff. This is the John Doherty Hour as we broadcast to you live here on a Saturday night, getting uh, underway a little bit late because of the undefeated penn state nittany lions uh who got a victory today they're now five and 0 we'll get to our first commercial break here on uh the john Doherty hour back in a moment
0: tonight's edition of the labor show is sponsored in part by ibew local 98 ufcw local 1776 sheet metal workers local 19 and the international union of painters and allied trades dc 21
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Labor Show with Jay Dock and Krause. It's the John Dockerty Hour. Uh, I'm, I'm in the uh, in the big chair temporarily, uh, and 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 uh, we've got a fantastic show. And, and anybody who's uh, uh, you know been been uh, listening to the news and uh, has heard about what's going on over at the Art Museum and. Uh, you know, we have 130 uh, workers striking over there, and I'm ecstatic to bring into the program Nicole Cook, who's the trustee and organizer of AFSCME District Council 47, Local 397. Uh, she and her union uh, represents the uh, the 130 uh, workers. And uh, Nicole, welcome to the broadcast. Here. Uh, can, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you great. So welcome to the broadcast. Uh, certainly, I know you have a lot going on. Uh, you know John Doherty's gonna gonna jump in in a minute, But if you would,, uh, you know, give us a little bit of an update on on what's going on.
4: Sure. So uh, pardon me, i'm I'm still a little bit hoarse uh, because I am coming off uh, being on the the picket line this afternoon, um where we had really good energy, uh, really good, conversations with uh, visitors uh, who were there to visit the museum, some of whom we convinced to not cross the line, and uh, several of whom joined us on the picket line. So that was that was just great to see. Uh, but obviously we're here. We're getting towards being a full week on strike uh, on Monday. Uh, and we're, we're on strike because we feel that uh, we've really... Hit a place where the management team, the leadership team for the the Philadelphia Museum of Art, uh, is really uh, no longer behaving rationally. Uh, we our numbers are really not that far apart, uh, and any number of our board of trustees uh, could personally write a check to cover the difference. Uh, so it's clearly not about m- money. It's it's an issue of of power. So. Uh, that's what we're trying to show uh, with our having our members out on the line every day right now, and and and
3: this has been going on for two years, right? The negotiations with the art museum. Uh, what are the main terms? Uh, is it money? Is that is that the, the main focus right now? Are there any other terms that you're dealing with?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, as as you and uh and listeners at the show know i mean it really always comes down to money at the end of the the contract bargaining process um and so yeah that's definitely where we are we have been making progress over the past two years uh getting tas or tentative agreements on a lot of our non-economic issues so non-economic issues are virtually off the, the table at this point um and so we have kind of five core uh, points uh, as part of the package that we last proposed, um, our last counter proposal uh, to the management team. Uh, but two of the biggest ones um, are around wages, uh, we, what we see as very reasonable um, improvements to wages at the museum that are already walking back a much more ambitious proposal that we had started out with. Um, and the other real main sticking point right now is bringing healthcare costs down. I can personally attest that I like 89, 90% of our our members um, of our union are on a high deductible healthcare plan. So I have a partner uh, and we have a $5,000 annual deductible. Wow. Uh, and yeah, and the museum does contribute a little bit towards that, um, but it's you know about half the contribution that I received from the last employer who I worked for when I had a high deductible plan uh and the last time I had a high deductible plan it was covered once you met your deductible but with this plan we still owe 10% on yeah, so, everything which um can, can add up
3: <laughs> you know it's it's amazing because a lot of people uh we you know a couple years back when when uh you know, Carl Icahn was was uh, screwing the uh, workers down at the at, at the casino, the Taj Mahal. Those workers were, mm-hmm. were were not making a lot of money. They were there only, almost exclusively for the benefits. So that's that's such an important part of our package. Let me bring John Doherty in. Somebody who by the way is is uh ha, you know has negotiated a lot of uh, uh packages and done an amazing job with healthcare uh, for his members. Maybe he can uh put some insight to this. Uh, John if you would?
1: No, I one thing I always do is stay in my own lane. But uh you know people that from Ask me uh, I've been alongside them multiple years and they always do a great job at representing their people and uh you know and I've been through change of leaderships and, uh, but I've one thing is consistent. It's a, ask Me has a different, uh, world than the Philadelphia building trades, but at the bottom line, it still gets down to health care, respect, money, so on. And, and Nicole, I just want to tell you that people don't understand. You know, picket lines aren't easy. Strikes, extended strikes, are really you know, difficult and morale is very difficult. And my understanding is, is that you have a lot of support, which I want to congratulate you on. And when I first heard about it, I was really concerned because we're coming off multiple years of construction at the art museum and we did not have too many issues there, you know, uh, and it was something that, you know, I, I used to joke because I, you know, I mean, the, the quality of the work that we were asked to perform was high You know, the people got paid on time and, uh, you know, the atmosphere in which we worked on was, you know, pretty fair. And uh, so when I heard this, I was kind of caught completely off guard. So, you know, again, this is a show that is listened to by a lot of people. So please, you know, take advantage of this and, you know, get specific. And if there's somebody we need to get there, if there's somebody we need to call out, if there's one or two people, in a lot of cases, there's one or two people that stay in the way. Of progress, And that place is, you know, a, a a place in Philadelphia that everybody wants to see. You know, just the view of it when you drive by,
4: that's you
1: know, was amazing. You know, amazing. and I mean, it's known for a lot of different reasons, but, you know, one of the reasons, it's always had hospitable people inside of it. It's always had people that understood that, you know, they were there not only, you know, working, but they were there representing Philadelphia and, and you know, and, and understanding that anybody that went there was there you know, to check out the product, you know. So it's you know, it's uh I think you should be paid fair. I think that there's you know enough people in Philadelphia and, and from what I understand, just your quick explanation of healthcare, it's not like you're overloaded with benefits and that the benefits you have should be funded and they should be, you know, corrected so that you can and in today's world there's a need. There's a shortage of qualified skilled workers everywhere. You know, so when you have a group of people like yourself represented by a good union, you know, a fair union, a, a diversified union, a union that represents Philadelphia, I don't understand the difficulty. So if there is a name or two, if you feel like saying it, say it. If there's something you want to do off the record, feel comfortable to call any of us. You know, the uh, Pat O'Eating at the AFL-CIO has always been, you know, a big ally at the uh, of Ask Me and the SEIU. all oh, your, yeah. I know sometimes you compete, but you all come from a – basically the same world, a little different than the world I grew up in, but you know—but still representing people, and that's what you do for a living. So whatever you need, please use this show, let us know, talk about anything here, and again, don't be afraid to shout somebody out. We do that really well here. I uh,
4: I have a couple of names for you if you would like them.
0: <laughs> well, let's hear it.
4: Um, right, off, right off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so, um, so we have had some pretty major leadership changes, um, in the past few years. Um, and um, at, at this point, there are, are two people that seem to be really driving the, the thinking of the the management side team. Uh, so the chair of the Board of Trustees is uh, Leslie Ann Miller. Uh, and Leslie Ann Miller uh, is a, uh, an attorney um, a, a former practicing lawyer um, and uh, a longtime art collector who comes from family money on the main line, so that sort of old, old Philadelphia um, elite. Uh, so uh, she um, she is she, along with the rest of the board of the trustees, brought on our current coo william or bill peterson um peterson s-e-n um and uh bill peterson uh, is recently retired from being uh an internal counsel at verizon wireless for like 19 20 years and verizon wireless was specifically the branch of verizon that was not unionized (laughs) Um, so he uh, he came in originally. We were, he was described as a friend of the board of trustees, uh, and he was brought in in 2020 as an interim general counsel, so like our internal lawyer. Uh, and then within two years, he's been promoted twice and is now COO of the museum. Uh, and so these are these are the two people who are at the center of management's approach to bargaining right now.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 well, it's uh, I, I know I know both of the names well, okay? Leslie Miller has been significant. She was, uh, you know, we grew, you know, the Philadelphia Building Trades, myself over at Local 98, We grew alongside Ed Rendell. She was always a big, big supporter of Ed Rendell, as he was of hers. You know, she was always significant. She was involved in the Kimmel Center and a lot of other places we were involved in. And I'm kind of shocked that, you know, I mean, you know, she always seemed to be someone, you know, and again, you know, Rendell was a little different. You know, he's, he was a little hands on. And, you know, I mean, the people who who were real close to him, you know, he, he, he was more personally involved than most elected officials are. And I actually know I actually know, Bill. Mm-hmm. and you know, and it's funny. I was shocked when you mentioned his name because I have I have no idea where he had been. I know, you know, I dealt with him when he was a rising. Uh, you know, I know people that know him well. You know, uh, I I do know that he comes from a a mindset, you know, but there's a major difference between dealing with the CWA, you know, pulling, you know, table or changing the world. In fact, I know that when he was at Verizon, the world went wireless. So it really was difficult during them days, you know. Where I mean, you went from people running pipe and pulling cable to men, you know, doing wireless performances. So, but there, I know he's a smart man, and I know he understands that there has to be a difference between negotiating with the CWA, you know, out in the streets, and negotiating with yourself and people who are protecting some of the most precious pieces of art in the world, you know. And uh, so, uh, and I know, I know, Pat, I yeah, think knows yeah. both of them well. So I think that, you know, I I imagine he's already involved with you guys, but feel comfortable to use any of us, you know, no one, it's not a, it's not strikes usually don't win. Okay. Uh, You know, especially when uh, they get beyond a certain point, you know, but this is, I don't believe this is anywhere near that point and whatever we can do to be helpful, keep talking, let people know, because, you know, when, when you talk about the actual facts, facts are that you got, you know, you and your partner, you know, have to come up with $5,000, you know, deductible, and then you still have to pay. I mean, you know, that's something that, that thank God, I've never really had to come across, and I've had a tremendous amount of health issues. Healthcare is the most significant benefit on earth. Retirement's great, but healthcare, you know, is something you use every day, and like you said, your partner and your kids, and so talk about, you know, you have this show, just anything you feel like saying that you think needs to get out, please say it, you know?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's important that you said that, um, that that people were caught off guard by this uh, immunization process. And I think that that's very true. And, and I think that, that that's for a good reason, which is to a lot of people working at some place like an art museum seems like it should be a really fun, um, interesting kind of job where you're working with art and you're working with people and certainly working at a major uh, museum in in a major city uh, was a, a dream of mine from an early age, uh, and I I love a lot about my work, and I I love my coworkers, and it really feels at this point like there there is no reason for a well resourced private nonprofit like the Philadelphia Museum of Art to not be able to pay people appropriately and give them decent health care. And uh, our, we've done a lot of research and a lot of data crunching. And the numbers that we, uh, along with uh, our AFTME organizers, were able to find out is that PMA union members who work at the PMA are on average paid about 30% below national averages at other museums. And yet our executives are paid above average well above average,
3: <laughs> um, so, and, 60 to 70%. Nicole, let me ask you a question. What, before we, because we're, we're getting close to the break. And so, by the way, that, that is a, a disgraceful, uh, you know, 30, uh, the workers paid 30% less, executives uh, paid above average, but it sounds familiar. It's uh, certainly not yep. unusual. Uh, and we've all heard that. Uh, and, and certainly, like John said, that's why we're here. But what positions uh, do your members hold at the art museum?
4: Yeah, we're wall-to-wall, and we're really proud of that. There are very few other art museums uh, who are, and certainly not when we got started a couple of years ago, although it, it's grown since. Uh, so we're everyone from the people who take tickets and welcome you into the museum, uh, to the people who work in the store and the shop and, and sell you postcards, um, and to curators uh, who are working on shows, to conservators who are taking care of, of the the works of art um and people who are hanging paintings people who are doing research people who work in the library it's really uh, across departments anyone who's union eligible and that was really really important to us uh that we, we really wanted to create a community that our siloed institution did not create it, itself and uh, maybe my favorite part of this whole process is really getting to know my co-workers and, and creating that community up at the museum.
3: So, listen, um, yeah, unfortunately, we got to go to break, but we want to thank you so much, obviously, for joining the program, number one. Number two, for doing a great job on behalf of your members. Uh, and, and certainly... Uh, like John Doherty said, um, uh, this program is here for you. We, you know, you have our support. You have, obviously, the union community support in Philadelphia. Our listeners, if uh, you're listening to the broadcast, uh, please uh, uh, honor the picket lines down there. These people are, are – are, uh, the faces at the a place they make it work and, and 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 they're why the art museum is the the nationally acclaimed internationally acclaimed facility that it is uh, Nicole cook trustee and organizer of Afne district Council 47 local 397 representing uh, the 130 striking workers at the Philadelphia Museum of Art thank you so much for joining the program you have this is your platform we want to thank you for, for for being a part of it
4: Thank you so much. And you can visit our website at pmaunion.com, uh, and we're on Twitter and Instagram at PMA underscore union.
3: Awesome. All right, we'll have more from The Labor Show with Jay Dotton and Krause, the John Doherty Hour, in just a minute.
0: This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. This edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542.
3: Hi, right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Labor Show with Jay Dutton Krause. This is the John Doherty Hour. Uh, we, we, we've we we've had a great show uh, so far. Uh, certainly uh, a very uh, strong conversation with Nicole Cook of APS District Council Forty Seven representing the uh, the striking workers over at the Philadelphia Museum of Art, and uh, a lot to talk about there. And, and and certainly moving. It's a stressful time when when anybody's. Uh, uh, striking, and of course, I'm sure when she took the job at the art museum, she never uh, imagined being on a picket line. But she's doing a great job for her members. Now, uh, John Doherty, we we talked about uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, Scott Money Myers, uh, you know, and, and last week we, he came on, he was giving his predictions and all. And I remember at, at the end of the day, I was you know on Sunday, I was looking at the the scores, and particularly Indianapolis and and Kansas City, and I'm like, my God, he was right. I I mean, you know, I I was looking at, and I was I was just like remembering from memory, this dude's like on point. If I if this is a segment that people should be calling into number one and number two, listening to every week, man, because this guy is on a roll and it ain't luck.
1: Am I right? Oh yeah, he, he's this has been consistent. I told you I've watched him up close. You know, we say it's funny because you know Scott works all kind of different hours. He'll send you. uh He'll send you something at 6 o'clock in the morning. You'll hear a ping on your phone, and he'll be giving you his plays for the day. And then at night, he'll, he'll shoot something there. And on top of it, he's just a, not only just a really funny guy, he's a really smart guy. And and, you, and it's nice having him on the show because he, you know, he, it, there's a nice little banner back and forth. Yeah, but he has been unbelievably hot. Yeah. And uh, you know, and it, like he said last week, he said, hey, look, he'll, he'll give good picks, but he'll also make good money for people. And you know yeah. what's funny?
3: So, And what's even the most important, he's a member of IBEW Local 98. Let's bring him on to the broadcast. Scott, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, fellas. How are you doing this evening? Well, I mean, I thought we were doing good, man, but not as good as you. Um, <laughs> you, you, I, you know, I we were just sitting here talking about it. We're like, man, the listeners are calling in. Scott Money Myers becoming a, a household name based on success. Uh, talk about the, the uh, just touch on last week the success you had on some of them, and let's talk about tomorrow, man. Well, you know, last week I, I
5: just I, there's like an ebb and a flow to the NFL season, and there's some losses that are like schedule losses, if you know, look aheads and stuff like that. Um, and I, I don't know, I just I get a, I get in this groove, I get in a feel, I try not to watch shows that'll deter me from what I'm go, what's going on, and um, Usually when the public hype train starts, I usually go against it. And, um, you know, I just I get a feel for these things. I, go, I get really hot, and then when I cool off, it's, it's a, for a little bit, but my cool off is usually around 500, and then I get hot again.
3: So but, what, um, what, what, yeah. what are we looking at for, uh, for tomorrow?
5: So tomorrow there's a 930 game. It's the London game. It's the first London game of the, of the year, and it's the, the Saints and the Vikings. And Winston's just been ruled out, so Andy Dalton's going to play. But I still like the Saints plus three and a half. I like the Saints on that one. Um, that's at nine thirty in the morning, so don't forget to fire that one in early to have with your coffee and bacon. And then uh, one p.m., uh, the Chargers are at the Texans. Uh, I like the Chargers minus the five and a half. Uh, they've been, you know, having a tough go of it this year and all, and Cost you know, the injuries. quarterback's dinged. Yeah, he's dinged up. A lot of guys are dinged up on that team. That's why I, I just. They got crushed last week. Um, they're on the road. I don't think many people are gonna I think people are gonna lay off that game. And I like Herbert a lot and I think he I think he plays big this week in in the dome. And then at four o'clock I like two games. I like um Carolina at home against the Cardinals. I think it opened at like two. I think the Carolina was getting two and now they're plus one and a half or something. So um that when it swings that much, something's up and I, I like Carolina at home plus one and a half a home dog and uh the other four o'clock game uh denver has been looked horrible they're at the the um Las vegas raiders they're getting two and a half you know the raiders have started off tough they lost a tough one in tennessee last week but i, I like denver in that one i'm, I'm gonna go against the grain on that one too and sunday night another line that moved the way i like it to move uh Chiefs-Bucs, the Bucs are now minus one. I'll take the Bucs at home at minus one. I think they're going to look decent. They get Evans back from the suspension. Yep. And I think the Bucs take care of business on Sunday night. And then, you know, we could talk about the Eagles game. But like I told you last week, I don't like to bet the Eagles, and that was my one loser. And by the way, I was 11-2, and two, not 11-3. and three. So, uh, the
3: Eagles, yeah, the Eagles game and the Dak injury game were my two losses. You know, let's. By the way, and and I know, and I really lo- I like what you said when you talk about the Eagles. When you're emotionally involved in a game, obviously you don't like to pick it. I, I, I you know, I I'm, I'm not you know, uh, uh, you know I'm not one of those guys that picks all the games. But I can tell you this: when I do, I never. Yeah, they, I feel the same way when it comes to the Eagles. I would never pick against them. It would ruin my my day because I love them so much. But what do what are you thinking about the game?
5: I actually think the Eagles cover tomorrow. I think a lot of people seen the Jags. They, they think Doug Peterson knows the team. They, you know, they blew out the Chargers at the Chargers. The weather's going to be bad. That always uh, equalizes things. I think the Eagles are going to roll them tomorrow. Uh,
3: but you know, again, I could be wrong about that. And, and, uh, and let, let me answer the big question. I'll ask John also. How, and, and and I already know the answer, but I'm just asking anyway. How how does the crowd receive? Uh, Uh, Peterson when he comes in. Uh, Before we go to you, Scott, let me go to John Dock on that.
1: Yeah, I think the crowd, you know, really appreciates, you know, we won a Super Bowl, okay, you know, Philly special. So I think he gets a gigantic hand here. I think that he deserves a a gigantic hand here. I think he's done a fabulous job in a short period of time down there. And, uh, you know, I think the game will be a little bit closer. I don't think it will be a total blowout. I think they – you know, the weather comes into play, but – you know, I, that's how I think I think the, the people in Philly, that's something that they were waiting for for years, you know, and, and when they got it, just like we're waiting for the Phillies to get into playoffs and let's hope that, you know, they start winning these next couple of games here. So we can't afford that either, you know, so well, they're, they're I think Philly people want winners, you know,
3: yeah, and they're winning eight nothing right now. We'll take it. Obviously, uh, you know they were manning the bridges after the first game for crying out loud. Uh, yeah. Any 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 big picks tomorrow, uh, Scott? In, you know that you feel incredibly strong uh, about. Um, I I do like I, I do like the Chargers tomorrow.
5: I do I do think that game. I think they do take care of business and cover that on the road. And uh, as far as the Eagles with uh, Doug Peterson coming in, I think they definitely cheer them. Yep. There's a, you know there's a there's
3: I got a lot of friends that, down there and uh, I think they'll cheer for him and then they'll get down to business. Absolutely. Well, listen, Scott, man, we we appreciate you calling in. Uh, we look forward to hey, your your. Oh, hey, go ahead, yo, James, I want I want to grab
1: Scott for one minute. Go ahead. Listen, we're you know when you're eleven and two, we can't get the Philly Godfather on the phone. In fact, Scott, being you know the, the funny person that he is, he, he was like he had like nine in a row there. He said, in fact. Uh, tell the godfather to lose my number, right? And we were, <laughs> there, you know, but, but, I want, <laughs> but I want people to know. Okay. Uh, I think that we have Krause's coats here and I think to add a little bit of fun to the show, yep. you know, if he's going to pop in every now and then, you know, we sneak him in every week. Uh, I'm going to try to pick a game or two that he picks and go on the other side. Yeah. And at the end of, let's just say, you know, eight, nine ten weeks, we'll, we'll total up the scores And uh, loser has to buy 10 coats for Krause's coach drive, you know? So what do you think, Scott? I'll take, uh, you know, let's do this for the next six, eight, 10 weeks. We'll come up with something. We'll do it with Krause. Loser has to show up with 10 coats for, you know, brand new coats for uh, Krause's coach drive. And I'll take opposite. I'll take KC and I'll take Arizona. And last week you were already one up on me. So we'll give you the one up and, uh, you know, I'll go with them two them two uh opposites of you and so you're already up one up on me and at the end of you know whatever the, the biggest co drive uh together uh affair that he has will we'll settle up there how's that
5: absolutely i agree and i will have the goat of 98 billy owens help me out with that
3: ah, absolutely awesome. he's
5: my colleague he, he's uh he's my guy he's my goat. too. absolutely awesome.
3: All right, Scott. Well, 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 well. It's on you and John Doc. Got the wager there. We'll be keeping track of that. Uh, I want to thank you for joining the broadcast. We're going to go to break. We're going to pay some bills. We'll have more from the labor show with Jay Dock and Krausey, the John Docker Hour. After the break.
0: Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Ironworkers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, Roovers Local 30, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a Local 98 contractor.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Labor Show with Jay Dock and Krause. I'm in the big chair for Krause tonight. This is Jay Dock, and of course, it's the John Dock Hour. Great to talk to Scott Money Myers, IBEW Local 98. Uh, certainly 11 and two. Uh, I I uh, I'd like to compare his numbers, John, to almost any buddy who's uh, a professional in this business, uh, who's a handicapper or whatever. Uh, 11 and two is uh, is uh, got to be unbelievable, man. I challenge anybody any pro uh to 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 show them type of numbers
1: yeah i listen, I agree, and like I said, I've seen him go you know at least three times now with these types of runs, and uh he does it with a sense of humor he 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 sends them all over the place, so everybody knows that they're true they're not like after the fact you know predictions he's uh he's got a brother who's a, a funny kid too, their twin brothers Brian. Uh, they're both active Local 98 members. And uh, again, you know, when you're in their company, you, you, you better become prepared to laugh. Uh, you know, tonight, Joe, was a different show. You know, you have, yeah, had, this was a rough week for all our friends in Florida. You know, I hope Absolutely. that, you know, I, I hope that, you know, people survive that. And, you know, I mean, you know, that coast will never be the same. That infrastructure down there will never be the same. Uh, so, you know, I, I just keep them in your prayers. You know, I think it's going to take a while. You know, what's going to happen is you're going to get, you get insurance companies are going to, you know, either stop funding it or go out of business There's gonna be people there that weren't able to afford the, the flood insurance. Anyway, you're going to get, you're going to have bridges and roads that are going to take forever to rebuild. You know, people are going to be counting on FEMA and federal government to get their world together. It looks to me that like some of the leadership in Florida at least were you know prepared. I know the IBW is going in there full throttle with tons of line trucks to try to get you know some sort of power together they're using satellites and things like that to get the internet, drones to get the internet which are pretty clever. you know so you keep them the, the the bear family you know are just good people you know max 's son is a dynamic young lawyer. I mean, he he was a great justice, uh, another guy who you could talk to. You know, there's one common thread here tonight. All these people that we're talking about, you can talk to them. You know, Max, Scott, all these guys are just people, people. And that's what a lot of this show's about, communication and getting our issues out. You know, seven out of ten people love unions these days. That's as high as it's been in a long time. So when you talk to people, you know, when you you ride by the picket line at the art museum, they – uh. You don't normally see, you know, the perception is you got all these guys smoking cigars with a daily news in their pocket. You're not right. really, uh, under normal circumstances, looking at the, you know, the, the, the gray hair woman who's been working, basically gives you the librarian appearance, you know, outside, you know, with the picket line. And there's, there's no tobacco. There's no curse words. There's none of all that, that normal perception. So, you know, I just hope they get there. You know, they get some good conversation going. You know, I know some of the people involved. They're fair people, but they're tough people. And they don't come from union-friendly backgrounds, you know. So I hope that they're able to to meet in the middle someplace for the good of all the people who want to go there and don't want to have to make a choice between crossing a picket line or, you know, spending their Sunday afternoon looking at some high-quality art. Uh, Krause is a great guy. I'm glad to see what he's doing. You've done a great job since you've done this. You You know, we haven't done in a while. I would like to really take a second and thank all our sponsors. Because, Absolutely. you know, guys, and, and we might want to, you know, start to get some of the guys back on, you know, the Kevin Boyles and Jim Snells and Wayne Millers and Mark Lynch's, you know, the people who have, you know, consistently put up their union resources so that we're able to communicate with people. You know, Absolutely. I think maybe we should we should do that. And when we do get them on, we should, you know, get one or two questions we ask them because when we ask people where their favorite pizza was, where their coldest beer was, you'd be oh, yeah. shocked how many people were talking about that for, you know, days. And, and I'm always know, shocked at how many people listen to the show. And
3: John, you know, we got about we got about two minutes, a minute and a half. But um, that's when we did that show about that you know everybody's favorite food, and it was fantastic. Steve Pettit came on, and 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 uh, you know he you know he hit the place he picked. I'll never forget. Beato's has been closed for thirty years, but he loved it, and we all used to go there after school. Uh, one thing you 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 mentioned during the school during the year. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the broadcast is uh, the shooting at Roxburgh. and uh, and and we've talked about the violence in this city, and and uh, you know you it, know it's it, very emotional. Our, our obviously our thoughts go out to the family of uh, Nicholas. I think it's the fourteen-year-old child who was uh, gunned down, and, and along with the other kids, but he lost his life. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him. And obviously, um, the gun violence in the city is is, is uh, at, a, at at a peak. And, and, and we our thoughts and prayers go out. Uh, this has to stop, no question. John, we, we have about uh, fifteen seconds. If you can just uh, if you want to say something great, and then we'll just lock it up.
1: No, just thanks for everything people do for the Philadelphia labor movement. You know, our friends at the Philadelphia Building Trades, you know, I know Ryan Boyer and and all the leadership there, you know, a lot of them went right out to the Roxburgh, you know, area. I know Ryan's been involved in whatever they can do, use the unions. They understand, you know, they have resources. They want to see Philadelphia prosper. Absolutely.
3: All right. On behalf of John Doherty, of course, Joe Krause, and all of our guests, uh, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to the Label Show with Jay Dock and Krause and the John Doherty Hour. Uh, on behalf of everybody, have a great weekend, everybody.
0: This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey.